Hello, everyone. Hello. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. You're listening to another episode of Hugh I Do. The podcast that is going to get you a realistic idea of what it means to DIY your wedding. So we haven't read a review in a while, which are bad, but we've gotten some good ones recently. Want to read you one we received from Allie T. She says, your show gives me a life. Hi, ladies. I've been listening for a while and I just wanted to show y'all some love. Love your show so much with the great gas and the truly insightful conversations. And not just weddings, but relationships as well. Appreciate you so much and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks so much, Allie T. As we've mentioned before, if you hear your review being read on an episode, reach out to us via email or DM and we'll send you a little something something. So thanks again, Allie. That meant a lot. Today's episode is all about DIY and I'm pretty sure many of you have asked or wanted to know if there's anyone out there that has DIY'd their entire wedding. So today we talked to our special guest who talks all about her DIY wedding and she DIY'd 98%, some in the 90s. Yeah. So I know that you all will enjoy. very very special guest with us today i'm so excited for her to be here with us guest would you like to introduce yourself i would love to my name is marquinette but i go by marky i am 29 sometimes i forget because once you pass 25 it's a wrap um (laughs) and i you probably have seen me on tiktok i documented a lot of my wedding i did mostly DIY for our wedding and yeah we're so excited to have you here for the girls that don't know though tell us a little bit about your boo my husband (laughs) his name is Justin um Justin Williamson he coaches football at Bridgewater College right now it's a division three college in Bridgewater Virginia prior to that he was at Norfolk State which is a division one school and an HBCU in Norfolk, Virginia. And he is very, very much a coach, very much football, faith and family oriented. And I love him so much. I absolutely love like the clips that y'all post or like you'll post when you were doing your get readies before like heading to the games and stuff like that. Cause uh, I just love it. It's like, it's football season and you are, Fully in football wife mode. For coach wife life, it is not for the faint of heart, <laughs> I will say. It's <laughs> um, it's fun. And it is, if you enjoy time to yourself, but also having to care for someone who might not always be there, it's mm. the perfect lifestyle. Once we add kids into the mix, we'll see how I feel. <laughs> yeah. But right now, I love it. I love that. So sweet. For the folks that don't know, what do you do? I, so full time, I am a marketing manager for a vacation rental company on the Outer Banks. We have over 580 vacation rental homes. And that is actually where I'm from. I was born and raised on the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Um, It is nothing like the Netflix show, I will say. Um, (laughs) 
they got a lot wrong, but I loved going there. <laughs> I love being near the ocean, love everything about the ocean. My family's been on the Outer Banks since before the Outer Banks was the Outer Banks. I mean, the the Black history that is on the Outer Banks is very, very deep and not very known, which is very unfortunate, but I'm very proud to have come from that lineage. I didn't know that the Outer Banks was actually a real place. I yeah. thought it was just, I mean, honestly, I don't really know like the history of like, you know, like in different states or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just started watching the Outer Banks. I haven't really gotten too far into it, but it definitely seems very, very interesting. But yeah. like, is it set in Outer Banks? No. So they filmed it in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh. So they didn't even it on the Outer Banks, which Why a lot of people... I think it had to do, so North Carolina passed the, it was like the HB 240 something, I think. I can't remember. It had to do with bathrooms, gender equality in the bathrooms. And Mm. North Carolina said, no, men's bathrooms should be men's bathrooms. Women's bathrooms should be men's bathrooms. It's cut and dry. And a lot of people didn't like that. So Netflix and I think a lot of other like film industry decided to boycott North Carolina because of that. So they filmed it in Charleston because scenically and like geographically, Charleston and the Outer Banks look kind of similar. Like there are some discrepancies like in like, I want to nerd out on y'all, but like, like the palm trees and stuff, like a lot of the terrain is different, but at a glance, you can't, you can't really tell between Charleston and the Outer Banks. Very interesting. I have no idea. Yeah. So two things that made me think of. So one, I remember, so I think, and I don't know if it's still on, but at one point MTV had a show called like Buckhead Shore or something like that, where it was supposed to be like in Atlanta, but like Jersey Shore, but like based here. I remember. It was actually at Lake Lanier. And it's like Lake Lanier and Buckhead are like- Buckhead, two totally different. Yeah. 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 So that's gotcha. That's, so I see it. I see it. Like, mm-hmm. let's just go. That's how it, something. Yeah. Kind of. And close, like in but. the show, they had some. So like, as you're watching the show, you'll hear Kildare County. Mm-hmm. So Dare County is actually where I grew up. And the kill part comes from Kill Devil Hills, which is a town in Dare County on the Outer Banks. Okay. Very interesting. So like they they decided so, to pick and choose what they wanted to throw in. Gotcha. I remember twenty twenty one. I think my boss at the time went to the Outer Banks for spring break, and I had never heard of it before. But like when she brought it up, like beforehand, I was like, "This is gorgeous." Mm-hmm. Like. I'm here for a coastal Carolina vacation. Like I am a Hilton Head girl at my core. So when I this saw just like yeah, so <laughs> I've been actually it's good for picking up and going to South Carolina or <laughs> seriously. Like but when I saw like the pictures of the homes and like just the area there, I was like, I need to find my way here. It's just like you can get so many different things on the Outer Banks. You can rent like a cute little three, four bedroom beach box, or you can get all of your friends together and get a 16 bedroom oceanfront house. Like it's mm-hmm. very, there's a a, ra- a price range for everybody when it comes to vacationing on the Outer Banks. It's not unattainable for, ev- like everybody can go there. There's, there's gotcha. something for everyone. 
Yeah, that was going to be my next question because some of those um, rentals can be very, very expensive or can get very expensive. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, dang. Okay. You can get get some for $3,000 a week for peak summer, which it sounds a lot off rip, but it's seven nights. And Mm -hmm. a hotel is probably going to double that. Yeah, Especially if you're splitting it amongst people. Or Mm -hmm. on the other end, you can get a house for $40,000 for one week. So... (laughs) Out of my tax bracket, for sure. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I was gonna say that's a different. That's a whole another tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we may have to um like talk about this after. Because like, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. honestly, when I'm also like, if I go somewhere, I trust rental companies more so than like airbnb type mm-hmm. where it's like just this person that's you know this is an investment property for them so they don't really care like right. someone you know where if i need you at 11 o'clock or if something happens at night i know that like you actually have a process to respond to this in a timely manner because mm-hmm. i've definitely done the rentals before where it's just like managed by the owner and sometimes they don't respond like that's yeah that's that's yeah. the one really good thing about I mean there's there's several good things about property management companies but that's definitely one where you have the ability to get rental insurance you have the ability to have maintenance come out if the hot water heater is not working you you have a chain of contact that's not the owner that's it because yeah definitely rented a place and the refrigerator broke the first night and we're like we just bought all this food all the groceries (sighs) And they were in Oregon. So it was like, we can't do anything. It's Mm -hmm. Memorial Weekend. It could come out on Monday and we're like, we'll be gone. So. Yeah. Us and the food. (sighs) So. Random aside, but you, I do listeners know (laughs) sometimes we, (laughs) we take a little, a little trip where you weren't expecting it, but you know what? Someone is probably like, you know what? I'm going to add that to my list of places to go this summer. (laughs) So. And I'm good for a tangent, so (laughs) sorry. (laughs) You're good. Now we can actually go into this or that. So it's the game we play every single week where you choose between one option or the other and explain why. And Marky, because you're our guest, you'll go first. And then it'll be Tania and we'll start back around. So four quick rounds, nothing too frightening. I was inspired by you with this first one, so I'm curious to see how you're gonna how you will respond. But if you had to prefer to pick one of the two, would you do your own hair or do your own makeup? <laughs> you got me. I know. I'm gonna have to say makeup because that's that's quite literally what I did for the wedding. I did my own makeup and Lindsay did my hair. So we're we're going makeup. I'm beating the mug. <laughs> Tania, what about you? I'm definitely doing my hair because that is something that I'm confident in at times. If I have enough time to do it, then yeah, I'm confident in doing my hair. However, I'm not confident in my makeup. So I will definitely have to hire someone else to do that because I'm not. mm -mm. I will come in looking real. Do you even have makeup on? That's what I used to always get. I'm like, yes. <laughs> no, it would be like really, really light, you know, because I don't have yeah. the, you know, I haven't practiced enough. So yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, but definitely. Like when I was younger, I always said that I was going to be a hairstylist, and then my parents were like, "No." Well, well, it was mainly my daddy. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. You know, because he's African, so you already know if it's not anything. You know, if it's outside of the norm, he's like, "Mm-mm." What is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so get somebody else to do it. Yeah, basically, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> you will go to school, and then you can do that on the side. So I said, forget it, anyways. But that's beside the point. Um, I'm not good at either one of these. Uh, so I would. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Your I hair looks really great on TikTok. Thank you. Somebody else does it. <laughs> I'm really not good. Um, I'll say get somebody to do my hair because for my 2020 wedding, I did attempt my own makeup. It was not great, but it, it was good for what we were doing. Like it, it, it's okay. And of all the things that went wrong leading up to it, I don't think anybody paid too much attention to the makeup. It was okay. It was. We didn't. Okay. It looked good. It looked good. You you. did a good job Mm -hmm, for what you were working with. Yeah. Yeah, I found a YouTube video at like three <laughs> and was like, oh, "Yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to do my face." Um. Girl, having the products is one thing. Like, literally, I'll go on YouTube yeah. and I'm like, "Okay, I need this, I need this, and I need this," and then I put it all into the cart, and it's like five hundred dollars. So I'm like, Mm-mm, "I ain't doing this." <laughs> I think like, I did that with makeup. I always tell people, so like, I'm not licensed or anything. I just enjoy doing it. But mm. it's not the makeup, like the product, it's how you apply it. Because 90% of what I have on right now is drugstore. Yeah, that's all I have in I my um, in my collection. But yeah, but you look really, really good. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely how Mickey you apply always it. always has like a beat face though. Like whether you're doing your own <laughs> makeup just to like, you're running errands or you're going somewhere with Justin or like you're going to a wedding, like your face is always together. Like oh when... I remember when you were like, I'm going to do my own makeup for the wedding. I was thinking, okay, like, she's not going to look like a clown. Like, because <laughs> you were like practicing it before. And even then I was like, the girl got the face together. Like, she she will be perfect <laughs> here. So I just like seven trials on myself. Really? Just because I was so, I'm very type A. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if one thing is going to be together, it is going to be my face. I want to make sure it stays on. I'm not going to be caught looking crazy with the flash from the camera. We're <laughs> going to be sitting right. <laughs> right. And and you were. So, yeah. Thank you. You had that down. All right. So round two, would you prefer to DIY your signage or DIY your corsages and bouquets and boutonnieres? Corsages and bouquets and boutonnieres. I severely underestimated how the pain of an ass signage was. Now, depending on like big signage, wasn't that bad, but I did it with vinyl, like with the cricket or the silhouette. When it got to the little stuff, that is where I almost lost my religion because <laughs> weeding is not for the faint of heart when it comes to little things. And there was many a time mm-hmm. where I had to redo a whole sheet because I messed up one letter versus with, we actually did DIY the groomsmen's boutonnieres and my maid of honor, Nikki and I, we did those in like an hour, just sitting there, just talking, wrapping jute around 
the dried florals and getting the pins together and it was easy. But when it comes to signage, if it's poorly done, you're going to know. So like you have to make sure that you're doing it correctly. Um, so I'm definitely going to go with uh, the signage because I feel like that's a little bit easier. Even if I do it in Canva or if I do it on Word document, I probably prefer, mm-hmm. well, like I prefer that. I know I said Word because I can't think of, you know, that is not my ministry. <laughs> Ashley just looked at me so crazy. (laughs) Anyways, that's not my ministry, y'all. Y'all already know. Um, But I'd rather do that because I helped someone else with their wedding and the flowers. I mean, they were cool and all, but I would hate doing the corsages, the bouquets and all that. I don't know. I don't know if I have the energy for all that. So let me just sit behind a desk and figure some things out, YouTube it or something. That isn't a bad answer. I think if it were me, I'm going to do my signage because I think I can whip up some Canva. I mean, I can even like if I need to bust out Illustrator or something like that. But also if I don't have to, I'm not going to. So I think that's kind of just where I am in my life. (laughs) Let's just say Ashley definitely helped me with uh, a lot of my stuff. Uh, That's right. Well, not a lot. It was it was a um, it was a three sixty booth like overlay. Um, Ashley created mm-hmm. it because the things that the other people were giving me it wasn't working out. So um, I was like, Ashley, I know you can do a better job. <laughs> so she did it and she knocked it out the park. But. That's her ministry. Like, this is her area. So, definitely. Mm-hmm. Canva. Canva got us together. I think I yeah. did I have to do any of that outside of Canva. Mm-mm. I think we did it all in Canva. But yeah, that was fun. That was a fun little thing to do. Oh. That's another, yeah, that's another side hustle, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I got too much going on in my life. Um. <laughs> All right. So for the rehearsal meal, would you prefer to have a rehearsal brunch or a standard rehearsal dinner? Rehearsal brunch, because that's actually what we did. (laughs) Really? Okay. We did. It was really nice because especially with it being on the Outer Banks, it allowed everybody to get at the rehearsal, get to brunch, get something to eat, and then go do whatever. I literally told them, do what you want, just don't get sunburnt. Like, I <laughs> do what you want, don't get sunburnt so you don't look crazy in photos. But, and it, everybody loved it. Okay. Tania. I'm going to also say brunch because that's yeah. my favorite meal of the day. Um, I mean, dinner's cool, but I feel like you can get more done afterwards. You know, you can feel like your day wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. consumed with wedding stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah brunch all right i would say dinner because i know me i'm going to be running around i will need the very end of the day to be that i'll probably be late if it's rehearsal brunch it's too early it means i gotta wake up too early to like be ready by brunch time (laughs) so that's not gonna work for me um final round would you prefer to have your bachelorette around the 4th of July 
or have your bachelorette around New Year's Eve? Ooh, I would say 4th of July. Okay. Just because I'm a big outside on the beach in the pool girl. Mm-hmm. And unless I was doing my bachelorette on New Year's Eve in like Cancun, I want it. I want, I want hot. I want water. I want summer. I want sun. Okay. <laughs> You're not here for a cold. <laughs> no, ma'am. Okay. Like to Tania said, that is not my ministry. That is not my calling. <laughs> All right, Tania, what about you? Um, I'm going to say the same thing because I hate being cold, for one. And y'all already know, I might be asleep <laughs> once midnight rolls. Well, oh, actually, not, well, not when midnight rolls around, but like maybe 30, 45 minutes afterwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be asleep. I'm going to be in my bed, you know, warm, cuddled up. So definitely, um, I feel like I'm a summer girl. Like that's when I thrive. Like that's when I'm outside. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'ma agree with y'all for July fourth. I I don't know. It's something about like being with the right group of people for New Year's. And I feel like I wouldn't want to not be with the person I'm with on you yeah. know, like on New Year's Eve into New Year's. Like I wouldn't want to have my trip then. Cause I don't know. It's just something about, like, the start of the new year with, like, the right person. Even if, like, it's a group of people, I'm still fine with that. But it's like that person just still needs to be there. So we're all pretty much on the same page for Mm -hmm. the most part when it came to these. But now we can dive all the way into your wedding that took place last summer. Yeah. Super, super excited to talk about it because when most people say, I'm going to have a DIY wedding, like I'm going to DIY my wedding, vendors start to freak out because they're like, oh, oh my gosh, you can't do all this by yourself. And then a lot of times too, sometimes like people are too ambitious with their goals for what they want to accomplish, but they're trying to either save money or maybe they want like some creative control or something and so that's kind of why they go the route but your wedding that wedding was like so beautiful like for your wedding to have mostly been like literally your like blood sweat and tears essentially like and to also like watch the journey of that I think I came in at like maybe the last three or four months before but still to see like your process of like going through everything, like putting everything together and then seeing the pictures and the videos afterwards, it was like, this is gorgeous. And it was literally exactly what you thought it was going to look like. Like you can be somebody's (laughs) vendor girl. Like you can, you, (sighs) people just can't do what you did. I know I couldn't. I know Tania couldn't be (laughs) here. Like how you brought it all together was amazing. So my first question for you is like, what made you say I'm going to have a DIY? Like I'm going to DIY this myself. So the I'm keeping a buck. The first thing was cost because the Outer yeah. Banks, like I was saying earlier, while it is a place for everyone to vacation, weddings, the typical Outer Banks wedding is probably going to cost you mid range thirty to fifty grand is what you're looking at or like a bare, 
not bare, but like your average standard wedding on the Outer Banks. And Justin and I got engaged May, Memorial Day weekend, 2021. And I knew I didn't want to wait until 2023 to get married. So we kind of like hit the ground running with planning and we were getting quotes and stuff back in. And we were like, this, our pockets aren't as deep. We can't, mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't afford the florist and the the catering that they're talking about and the linens and the chair rentals and everything. So we were like, we have to figure out how to get the wedding that we want on the budget that we have. And I was like, I'm pretty crafty. My mom's friend, Mr. Terry, he's like a godsend to me. He is very crafty. He's He can build things. If I have the vision, he nine times out of 10 can create it. And I was like, okay, so we have that going. We have, if we get married on the Outer Banks, my mom's house is literally there. So storage is not a problem. Like we kind of looked at the logistics of doing the DIY before we dived into the DIY. And that was how we started everything. But like I said, cost was the main factor (laughs) as to why we DIY'd. That's so realistic. Because did you have like even remotely any idea of like what anything costs beforehand? No. So I knew photography was going to be a bigger cost. And that was a cost I was willing to pay because I'm a photographer too. And I know how important being happy with your wedding photos is. So I was like, I... I will work around the budget if photography is our main like chunk of it. So mm-hmm. that was really the only thing that I knew of. I didn't know how much your average venue would on the Outer Banks would cost. I didn't know how much catering was going to cost us. I didn't know the floor quote damn near put me in the ground because <laughs> I was not expecting it to be that high. So we kind of went in blind. No, that's real. I don't think any of us know. Mm-mm. And it's from a vendor standpoint, like I don't really shoot weddings like that. I'm more of like a family photographer or like senior portraits, that kind of thing. But I get why vendors don't want to put all of their pricing out there because, you know, they want to talk with the potential client and get a feel, make sure like that's who they want to work with. But I couldn't even get a baseline or an average of what I would be looking at. So I was spending hours emailing vendors, hey, we're getting married July 9th, 2022. We have XYZ. This is what I'm looking for. Can you give me a quote? Same thing over and over and over and over again, just to be told, yeah, it's going to be $3,000 just for bridesmaids bouquet and your bouquet. That's it. So it's like, I I was like, we, we got to figure something else out. <laughs> like the work is beautiful. And there are a lot of talented vendors on the Outer Banks, but it was just it's overwhelming. Like I follow one wedding planner and they listed out a wedding and they said the average price and it was over a hundred grand for an Outer Banks wedding. And I was like, this is A, this is an average. B, in my brain, what you did here could have been done for half if you had DIY'd some things. I don't know. That's just the way I think though. Cause again, my pockets aren't deep. <laughs> what I had thought would be the cheapest option for wedding planning was greenery, lots of greenery, minimal, actual flowers. And that was going to be the vision. And we rolled with it. And then I got the quotes back and I'm like, what can I do myself? That's not going to be fresh florals. It's going to stress me out. And I said, okay, we can do dried pompous grass goes with the beach. That's fine. We can get that. People have it growing in their yards. They're, they cut it back every year and then they throw it away. 
call me a landscaper. Like, let me let me cut your pompous grass down. <laughs> and that's, that's <laughs> what we did. Really? That's what y'all did? Y'all? <laughs> we, I put out a PSA because like I said, I'm from the Outer Banks originally. So I'm on Facebook. I rarely use Facebook, but I put out a PSA back in December because that's normally when people will cut their pompous down to stubs because it comes back in the springtime. And I said, hey, if anyone's got any pompous grass in their yard that they're planning on cutting, can I come cut some? And can we use it for our wedding? And I had three people, two people who lived in Wan Cheese, which is like 10 minutes from my mom's house, said, yeah, we got plenty of it. Come get it. So I said, all right, Justin, let's go. We had to put on long pants, long sleeves and some gloves and we had clippers and we went out there and we clipped pompous and put it in trash bags, loaded it in my car and went back to my mom's, separated it, hairsprayed it and it was good to go. Girl. <laughs> Y'all said we going to do this by any means necessary. Because <laughs> we had, so we had pompous grass that we got from people's yards. And then we also ordered pompous grass on, um, there's a website called Coil Wholesale, but they have an Amazon shop too, but they had big long stalks of pompous and short stalks and we used both. Now question. <laughs> Now, what was like your original budget? Like, I guess like the budget that you and your husband came up with, like initially. Initially? Um, yeah. We had, before even knowing what the cost was, we were like mm-hmm. 25. You okay. figure it out on 25. We'll roll with it. Okay. All right. Okay. That's reasonable. Mm-hmm. We ended up spending a little over 20. That's wow. So you stayed in budget. That is... Yeah, y'all never like, hear about people's <laughs> No, no. They're always like, oh, we went five over or oh, we went 10 over or oh, we went 20 over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that y'all did a really, really good job. We were a really, really good job. I really, I spent a lot of time in Excel <laughs> and on Wedding Wire, like in the budget section, just looking at the cost of everything and figuring out, okay, this is what I was going to do. How can I do a cheaper cost what like my mom was in the process of renovating her kitchen at the time so we had scrap wood and acrylic galore so I was like okay what do I have my mom's house that we can maybe repurpose and use for different things like I don't know if you saw the pompous grass stands that I made all scrap wood all of that was made from scrap the only thing I went out and bought was the spray paint and the foam block that we stuck the pompous grass in. Real. So that's a big DIY tip. If you know somebody who's renovating a house and they have scrap, go through it. And if you're handy with hammer and nail, nail gun, what have you, if you have that talent ability, that is a great saver. Mm. Like, have you ever done this before? Like, have you like DIY other people's weddings or like helped a friend DIY their wedding? The closest I've gotten to DIYing was in high school when we were doing homecoming and we had to build floats. That was the closest I've ever gotten to DIYing and thinking outside of the box. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say like the first thinking outside of the box. Like I'm a creative, like I'm a marketing manager. I do graphic design, but Mm hands-on stuff. Yeah. So you had a cricket machine before all of this or you got one for this? So we got engaged May 30th, 2021. I ordered my silhouette on like June 2nd. 
Okay, you're like. <laughs> you, I said, you knew you were going to DIY something anyway. Something. And, and originally I was like, okay, table numbers probably, signage, heavily, heavily underestimated that with the cricket, but you live and you learn. Um, I knew it was going to come in handy too with like bachelorette stuff making gifts for football season. Sometimes I'll make t-shirts, like custom t-shirts if I can't find anything that I like. Like, like nobody mm-hmm. knows their style, my style better than me. So I make my own shirts sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's going to pay for itself. And it did. I love that. <laughs> so many questions. Like, okay. <laughs> so like, what else did you DIY? Because there was a lot. I feel like you DIY literally everything almost everything you could yeah we diy'd everything except for my bouquet the bridesmaids bouquets and justin's boutonniere everything else was diy so and when i say diy like we ordered our tablecloths we didn't rent them we ordered the table runners we didn't rent them because i mean to rent linens for so sorry to backtrack but jeanette's pier when we booked the pier, they had like the most to offer for the least amount of money. Like they, it was $5,000 for the venue for access to the pier and the event hall that overlooked the ocean. And you got your tables and chairs. So that was one thing we didn't have to worry about. And I bought our linens for I think $500 total and renting would have been at least $1,500. So I made sure to like measure the table sizes and buy the linens that we, the sizes that we needed. Cause I was talking to my mom. I was like, mom, it's not like we won't reuse these for something. Like I'm going to have kids one day. There's going to be a baby shower. You're going to retire soon. Like it's going to be reused. So but we did those. We did, what else did we do? DIY. The seating chart, yeah. all of the signage, the paper signage, the rack cards that we had on the table. We did like these thank you rack cards. It was just like a personalized note. Actually, we did these little like personalized cards to put on the plates at the tables because A, it it's a genuine thank you, but B, it also added to the decor of the table. <laughs> We bought our own plates. We used plastic plates and cutlery. We bought, we did all of the centerpieces. We did, what else did we do? Pretty much everything. We got a bit, I got a monogram from Etsy because I am a Southern country girl. I love a good monogram. I can't help it. (laughs) And I got it plain wood and painted it gold so that it would match everything. Our cake topper, I DIY'd. Literally everything. Getting something, but yeah. Probably. (laughs) And she had a mock-up of what it was all going to look like. And that was the thing that blew me because it's like when you saw the mock-up versus the actual picture, it was like they're the same thing. The mock-ups don't do that. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's very optimistic. And then it's like, oh, you about 40% there, 60%. No, yours was like 110%. <laughs> Thank you. Because they, so Jeanette's Pierre, which they, the Jenny, who was the event, like not coordinator, but she is the one who handles the events at Jeanette's Pierre. Their listing on Wedding Wire is so tight. They have a Matterport 3D tour. That, that was how I was able to make the mock-up. They have a Matterport 3D tour. They have... Photos from different photographers showing 
so many different layouts of the period. I was able to grab different photos and Photoshop in what I knew we were planning on using. And it made it easier for if my day of coordinator had to set up, she could look at it and be like, okay, this is exactly what it's supposed to look like. Got it. So <laughs> Now, how long did it take you to complete all the projects? Because I can, yeah, because I can imagine like it took you a minute to like do everything. So mm, I started DIYs probably, realistically, I probably started DIYs in September. So we got engaged, like I said, in May. We also moved to Harrisonburg from Virginia Beach in June. And then I was still simultaneously wedding planning while trying to find a new place to live while trying to (laughs) find vendors. And then Once we got settled in our new place in Harrisonburg, I think I started doing projects in probably September and then was doing projects until about maybe a month or two, between a month and two weeks before the wedding. Um, But I separated things into small projects and big projects. So like my small projects were my table numbers. Like I could, I literally would measure out my table numbers, get that template, make the design on Photoshop, convert the file for SVG, cut it, and stick stuff on while I was watching Netflix. So like that kind of stuff I was able to bust out. The bigger projects I had to do in weekend spurts because the big stuff and the hardware tools were at my mom's house, which is now five hours away from us. So I had to be strategic about the big stuff because I wasn't there to work on it all the time. That was a lot. (laughs) It's... It's so important to have a plan when you DIY. Like you you can't just say, I'm going to DIY my whole wedding. Okay, so what what are you doing? What what are you making? How when when are you doing that stuff? When are you tackling your little stuff? When are you tackling your big stuff? And that's that's what helped me a lot was knowing when we were working on stuff and when it needed to be done by like giving myself due dates. Because y'all were really good. I can imagine there's so much that probably even came up like last minute. Was there anything like within those last, like, let's say less than two weeks out that was like, whether it threw a wrench in your plans in terms of like something you were working on or just something around the wedding overall that like you just were not prepared for? That damn seat and chart, y'all. I will never do that again. I am not going to lie to you. So the base of the seating chart was fine. So the seating chart Mm -hmm. in and of itself, it was just an arch made out of plywood and vinyl going over the top. The panels were made out of acrylic, like clear acrylic that we had spray painted, painted on one side, frosted on the other. I had the bright idea (laughs) of cutting all of those names on the silhouette. So all of those, there's probably, I don't know, anywhere between 10 to 15 names per section. And weeding that, I will never do anything like that again, because I would somehow like rip a letter or somehow a name wouldn't cut, the cut settings were messed up or whatever. So sometimes I could just cut that one name and fix it. But there were times where like, I would have an A missing at the top. And then in the middle, there would be an E gone. And then at the bottom, there would be a T. So it was just easier to recut the whole thing. We'll never do that again. I would make the seating chart again. But Mm -hmm. I would, if anybody is planning on doing this, (laughs) highly recommend utilizing Canva, Microsoft Word, Photoshop, 
pen and paper, write it on paper <laughs> so you can print it and put yeah. it in a pretty frame and then hang it on the seating chart mm. versus trying to do vinyl. Because I I have nightmares about it still. I've been married for nine months. It was beautiful though, at least like Thank you. <laughs> when it was all said and done, but oh my gosh. It was, yeah. And I, I really wanted to change it because I was getting so frustrated with it. And Justin, he was like, no, don't change it because you don't know how it's going to look. And I'm like, literally, I can make a mock and show you how it's going to look. I promise you it's not <laughs> going to look crazy. Just please let me do this. And he was like, no. And I'm like, okay, well, you're going to sit here and help me weed all of this and you better not rip one. That was marriage counseling in and of itself. <laughs> oh now, I know you mentioned earlier that you had a month of coordinator. Is that right? Did I hear you right? Day of. Okay, I'm sorry. Day of coordinator. Mm -hmm. So what did she or he help you do? Ashley was fantastic. So I booked her and I just was looking over her services because I knew I needed someone to set up and break down because I wasn't going to be bothered if we couldn't get into the pier the Friday night before our wedding. So I found her and she... Even though she was day of, she helped me from the time I booked her until the day of the wedding. And I mean, she she broke down. We ended up being able to get into the pier early. So I was able to facilitate and set things up. But if we hadn't, she would have been there. She would have been Johnny on the spot. She, our limousine was late picking me up to go to the ceremony. And my matron of honor called her and she was like, okay, yep, no worries. Figure you're not right now. And I was like, okay, I'm cool. Like she was an angel. It poured down raining on our wedding day. She was like, we're going to move everything inside. Everything is fine. We're so good. We're only running a few minutes behind. You look great. Let's get you married. Like she was just so calm, cool and collected her and her, um, I don't want to call her assistant because I don't think Bethany is her assistant, but like her co-planner, angels among us. They, If you are DIYing your wedding, get you a coordinator. You don't need a full planner, just a coordinator. And she helps... I mean, she made the timeline. She helped me find a bartender because our caterer didn't have bartending service. And with our wedding being held at the pier, it's a state venue. So they had to have somebody who had liability insurance and a liquor license, even though liquor wasn't allowed. It was just beer and wine. I can't say any, like, any more good things about her. <laughs> I loved her. She saved me a lot. Wow, that's amazing. Now, had she worked with other brides that had DIY'd their wedding? I think so. Now, has she worked with anyone who DIY'd to the extent that we did? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she had worked with DIY brides because she, in her list of services, she had specifically mentioned like set up, break down anything that you bring to the venue. We'll set it up however you want it. So this is not her like first rodeo setting up DIY stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So like, were you all the ones to set up the venue and then like she and her team broke it down? Yes. So she, okay. gotcha. So Jenny, who was at the pier, like I said, she was the pier coordinator for lack of a better term. She was like, yeah, nobody booked a wedding the night before yours. You're more than welcome to set everything up. And I, all I said was bet. Let's round everybody up. We're going to get set up. We're going to do this tonight on our own. And Ashley actually texted me on the wedding day. She was like, you set up your own wedding, you stinker. Like, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> and I was like, I, mm, type A, sorry. 
I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> well, you all did a beautiful job. A beautiful, Thank you. beautiful job. Now, when you say that she and her team broke it down, like they like did they break it down and put it in y'all's truck, or did y'all have that like already like pre-planned? So you know, I don't know, and I probably should have asked my mom <laughs> because we had an exit, so we left. Like the we did our exit. We left. We went back to our Airbnb and that was it. I had, so I actually made a TikTok talking about a night of the wedding bag. Guess who didn't pack or bring their night of the wedding bag? Me. So I ended up having, (laughs) having to drive from the Airbnb to my mom's house, which luckily a, I hadn't been like drinking, drinking, like I wasn't drunk. And so I wasn't worried about driving. And my mom actually got home at the same time that I got there to grab my bag and they were pulling stuff out of the car. Now, I don't remember if it was like food or decor or what, but I think Ashley and Bethany broke everything down, helped loaded everything into cars. And that was it. Wow. Okay. You had a really, really good coordinator. She was, she's, she's going to be my shout out. Cause she was just fantastic. I, I loved her. That's what everyone deserves, though. Like, someone that can understand and execute, whether they've been with them since day one or they come in, like, the last four to six weeks or however long. Like, you just want to not have to worry about any of this stuff, like, on Mm -hmm. your wedding day. You just want to, like, hand it over to someone else and trust that they're going to execute in the way that y'all have been like discussing, but also like be smart enough to like know beyond the things that we talked about. Like, okay, obviously this is not right. Let me fix this real quick. Or oops, somebody forgot to do this. Let me do this. So you're not like coming in and you're like, you know, planning still in your head instead of just like walking to your like, almost spouse and just reveling in the beauty of the day. And that's, that's literally what it was because I had not one worry that wedding day. Like even with the limousine mm-hmm. being late, I was like, Ashley's going to take care of it. It's fine. Like, was I hot that they were late? Yeah. But <laughs> they Ashley had a plan, whether it was somebody was going to have to pick me up and get me there or putting a foot in the limousine driver's ass and getting them to my mom's house. Like it, they were, she was, her and Bethany were just fantastic. And I couldn't have asked for anything better. I wanted to ask one more question. And I know you mentioned your venue. Can you tell us like how you chose your venue? Like, did you choose them because you could pick your own vendors and you can do DIY or like you just found that place? Cause it was closer to your mom's place. Jeanette's Pier is actually where Justin and I spent part of our first date together. So it actually made the most sense. We had looked at another venue, but they, I guess they had a diff- another tour before us and didn't tell us and they gave our date away. So we were like, okay, well that's off. Like we don't need to tour there anymore. <laughs> and we looked at Jeanette's Pier and in my head, I had kind of just like written it off because I was like, there's no way we're going to be able to afford it. It's going to be so expensive. And it's actually one of the lowest priced venues on the Outer Banks. And we've had a, like part of our first date there. So it just, it made sense. 
Love that. That means that it was meant to be. It was like, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, well, duh, why didn't we think of this in the first place? Like, why did we just write it off? We didn't even look into it. Love that. Okay. There's a lot of assumption that like DIY brides have a mistrust in vendors. Did you feel that way? Or do you feel that way at all? Mm-mm. I, it's not, it's really not that I mistrusted my vendors, or not my vendors, but like vendors I was looking at is just quite literally couldn't afford it. Like yeah. I trusted the vendors that I had fully. Like I did my own makeup because I wanted to, and I enjoy doing makeup and mm-hmm. it helps me relax not because I didn't trust Lindsay's makeup skill because I knew she would make me look and feel beautiful. But if that's something I enjoy, I'm going to do it. And like mm-hmm. with I'm trying to think of like my other, I didn't have many vendors. So it's like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think it's a mistrust at all. And if you do have brides who are mistrusting vendors, it's almost like, why like what what are you doing as a vendor to make brides mistrust you or feel like they can't trust you why why is you know what I mean I'm having a hard time like articulating but like that's no I get it it's like like, what are you doing to get this response from people yeah or what aren't you doing like what what conversations aren't you having with your brides like with I had brides in my bridal party who were hesitant about hair and makeup because my hair and makeup artists were white and mm-hmm. I had two other black women in my bridal party and they were like, are they going to be able to do my hair? And I was like, to be honest with you, I don't know because Lindsay doesn't have many black clients in her clientele, but I can talk to her. And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, I can do like do black hair. And one of my, my bridesmaid had locks and Lindsay didn't do her hair. My cousin did hair, did her hair because she's a loctician. But mm. my other bridesmaid, Lindsay did a phenomenal job on her hair. So it's just, why, what are you or aren't you doing to gain that trust in your client? So do you know how much money you saved overall? Like, I don't, because I don't, I didn't write down the quotes that we got from like the vendors before and then me deciding to DIY. The only thing I know that stuck was flowers just for the bridesmaids, me and boutonnieres was going to be three grand about. And the girl who did our flowers, she was actually, she actually used to live on the Outer Bank. She lives in Colorado now. She specializes in dried florals. And I paid $800 for my bouquet, bridesmaids' bouquets, and Justin's boutonniere. Oh, that's not bad. Wow, no. that's not bad at all. And I mean, there, there's flowers from the wedding sitting in that arrangement. That's so we, we used it for decor after it was over. So we mm-hmm. saved on that. I would say with what we DIY'd, I would say we saved close to between ten to fifteen thousand dollars. I would mm. be safe to say. If you think about 
us purchasing the linens and the runners, the florals, the vases, the other miscellaneous decor, I I think that would be a safe bet to say. I can go back and do the calculations, but I I think that would be ballpark. I don't think we covered this in the beginning, but how many people were invited to your wedding? We invited one thirty. Okay. And how and many showed up? Ninety eight. Ninety three. I can't remember. Some people <laughs> said they were coming and didn't. Yeah, that's yeah, that's everybody. So yeah. I don't. I I can't look based off of like the wedding wire RSVP, but it was under a hundred, which was fine. Like the people that we wanted there were there. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. We had a lot of leftover food and cupcakes. We still have leftover cupcakes. (laughs) 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 They're in my mom's deep freezer. (laughs) Okay. Knowing what you know now, like what would you do differently? If anything, Hmm. I would say don't worry about trends as much. Not that I really like cared about any kind of trend with our wedding, but I did have a lot of second guesses when I was doing DIY stuff of, oh, maybe I should do this. Like this font is more modern and it's not like as chuggy. And it's like, no, do you like it? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Use that font. So that's my biggest thing is just stay true to yourself. Like if I was planning my wedding now, mm-hmm. I would have used our monogram as our logo because I like monograms. I probably would have done float like dried hydrangea because I didn't realize that was a thing instead of all of the pompous grass that I used. But I mean, I still mm-hmm. love it. It was so pretty. But that's that's really it. Yeah. I think just being plugged online can be distracting in a way or like make you get in your head about so many things. And it's like literally absolutely. do not care what all these girls are saying because it's like it's your day. What do you like? Cool. If you like it, it doesn't matter if someone feels like it was last year's wedding trends or if no one's doing that anymore. Like if you find value, just do it whatever everything's chuggy honest to god and it's like i don't this isn't talked about enough but i really Mm -hmm. honestly think being in therapy while wedding planning needs to be added to a wedding budget because Mm -hmm. it helps you deal with the the family things that come up it helps you deal with the friendship things that come up it helps you be secure in yourself and what you love and know, and it helps you stay true to your wedding vision. And you're not really worried about everybody else. You're worried about you and your partner. Like that I think helped me a lot. And even when I did doubt some of the decisions I was making because it wasn't trendier on brand or whatever, I was like, does, what does it matter? If you had to do this all over again, or if you had extra time, like three more months, is there anything that you would have done differently? I think I would have reevaluated that damn seat and chart A. Well, yeah, definitely would have reevaluated that. 
like I said, I, too, I would have reevaluated the centerpiece, not as much pompous and just playing with more dried stuff because I don't think, I know some people do like Costco fresh flowers and that just stresses me out because you don't know how they're going to travel, especially with us being five hours away with a wedding in July. It, who knows what could happen, but just trying out some different things for the tablescapes, but there's really nothing that I like regretted about our wedding. Like we had the limousine hiccup and it rained, which I I do not have a personal cell phone to God. So he, <laughs> that's how it was supposed to be. Everything. Yeah. I, those are the only two things I would have done differently is play with the centerpieces and reevaluate that scene chart. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really, really good. So final question. I want to ask you like a million more, but we'll wrap it here. So what advice would you give to a bride that is planning to DIY at least 50% of her wedding? If you think that you can do it, don't let anybody talk you out of it. Because if you give yourself time, you know your vision, you know what you're going to do, you've done your research, you can do it. Is it time consuming? Yeah. Is it hard? Sometimes because failure is inevitable when you're DIYing something you quite literally have never done before. So like you're going to have to, (laughs) you're going to have to get humbled real quick, babes. Like it's going to happen. But don't let anybody talk you out of it. If anybody's trying to talk you out of it, there's, I'm sure someone else you can go to who's going to say, well, how can I help you? All right. So we're going to move into wedding vendor love. Marquis, who would you like to shout out this week? I gushed about Lindsay and I want to gush, I can gush about her some more, but I want to gush about my photographer too, because Sarah did a phenomenal job on our photography. Mm-hmm. Sarah D'Amber Photo, she's on the Outer Banks, but she travels. Her style is very, it's got like some film element to it, but it's got some editorial vibes to it too. It, she's very natural poses, not super like stiff and Ken and Barbie. She did a great job. I loved her. Your photos were so beautiful. Thank you. So, so beautiful. Oh my God. She did a great job. I just, I can't, I can't say like enough good things about her. I knew Sarah before even getting engaged so like I knew that that's who I wanted like I booked her <laughs> I booked her before we even had a date <laughs> I do not recommend because that's just everybody involved out because we didn't have a venue but I was like I know I want Sarah I'm putting the deposit down for her I need we need her photography wait was she your engagement shoot photographer or okay okay he did engagements and wedding okay because your engagement photos were really nice ashley who would you like to shout out this week the vendor i'm shouting out this week is a wedding videographer and content creator based in southern california but she is available to travel and i love that she is a content creator because as we've mentioned before that is very important nowadays her name is ms And her business is called All For Love Media. You can find All For Love Media on Instagram at A-L-L-F-O-R-L-O-V-E-M-E-D-I-A. You can also find her pricing guide 
on her website and her milkshake link, which is the link in her bio in her Instagram account. So if you are in the California area or anywhere and you are in need of either a videographer or a content creator to help execute your special days in those behind the scenes, great, you know, kind of instant snapshot video ways, definitely look up Ms. with All for Love Media. Tania, who are you shouting out? So this week, I'm going to shout out a jewelry company um, by the name of Earring Envy. Not quite sure if we shouted them out in the past, but their earrings are very unique. And I've seen a couple brides who have worn their pieces, and it's been absolutely beautiful. So if you are in need of wedding jewelry, jewelry because you're in the wedding party, or you're going to an event, please check out Earring, E-A-R-R-I-N-G underscore Envy, E-N-V-Y. And that's on Instagram, or you can find them on EarringEnvy.com. Research. And if you like their pieces, let them know that here I do send you. (laughs) So Marky, where can people find you if they want to know more, if they want to just like learn more about your wedding or or just follow you just because you are an amazing person to follow or if they need their senior photos or like maternity photos, family photos, tell them all the places they can find you. All the things. So I am on TikTok at Marky dot Mark. So it's M-A-R-K-E-E dot M-A-R-Q. And that's my personal on Instagram as well. I have been negligent of my photography page because I do work a full-time job, (laughs) but I will never say never. So my photography page is Marky Williamson Photos on Instagram. That's M-A-R-K-E-E Williamson Photos. And I spend a lot of time on TikTok. I don't talk about weddings all the time over there, but I mean, definitely if you've got a question and you comment it, you'll get a video reply. So I'm, I'm here to help. You're really one of the like, I feel like the wedding big sisters on there where like, if you, I mean, honestly, if I were going through like planning my wedding, going through a DIY journey of any sort, I would have, I would be all up and through your DMs like all the time. Like you would be so annoyed with me because it would be like, girl, <laughs> you got to give me some money the way you keep asking me all these questions. I welcome it. I welcome it. I love figuring stuff out. Mm. I love figuring out. And I have champagne taste on quite literally a PBR beer budget. (laughs) And I love being able to make things look really nice without paying really nice money for it. So if, if we need to like put heads together to figure that out for other brides. I'm more than happy to. I love that. Thank you so much for coming and chatting with us. Of course. It's so fun. I want y'all to go to find.huido.com and look at our vendor list. Everyone that we've shouted out for the entire three plus years that we've been on air, everything's there. Yes. And not only are all of the vendors we've ever shouted out are on there, all of the wedding vendors we've had on as guests are on there as well. So you can find more information about them 
and their lovely vendor services on find.huidu.com. And don't forget to leave us a review, follow us on social, you know, we're huidu.wed everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest. I'm sure I'm missing one, but basically if you're there, we're there.